Hello everybody, this is Razvan and you're listening to Light at the End podcast. This is the last podcast of 2022, episode 13. This is also going to be the end of season one. I just decided this like five seconds ago before I started recording. I was like, all right, we're going to do it. One season, one year. And I started this year and look at look at me. I, I managed to record 13 episodes by the time this is going to be published. Hopefully the episode will be recorded. Yeah, that's the way it works for us. All right. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to. I'm going to start rambling because I started my podcast. That's basically what this is. Um, I don't have a lot to talk about today, but I am insisting on doing the episode today because there's no other time I get to do it. And um, it's just I'm finally in a good state, a, a good enough state that I can do the episode because I've been sick for the last two days. And I know what you're wondering, uh, how did you get sick? Well, I'll tell you, if you want to hear about it, I will tell you, I did an all-nighter with Tamash and another friend, and uh, god damn it, I realized that uh, partying all night is something that I was never born to do. I was never supposed to do this, but it went well when I was in my 20s. Now it's not, it's not, it's not flying. I just spend the whole night partying and drinking and talking shit, of course, because what else are we supposed to do? So the next day I was just done. I just, after I got home, after the night out, I immediately started not being able to sleep and coughing and puking. And by the... By the end of the day, it was clear that I was getting sick. So I took a couple of days off work and yesterday was still a nightmare. And today I'm finally starting to feel like I am actually good for something. Like I'm actually able to do stuff. Oh shit, that's my phone. The professionalism of this baby is ridiculous. Let me just turn this off. Um, all right, so we're back in it. Um, I'm finally able to do something. I finally have a voice. They took my voice. Uh, the cold did for sure. And, um, I was listening to the, uh, to the, to the episode 12 and that's when I realized listening to it, I realized that, oh yeah, we're going to have to minimize the drinking and the eating and the smoking that we do on this, um, on this lovely podcast. So um, this is me not smoking and just drinking water because I just listened to the sounds that were going on in the background. And that was, that was unacceptable. So yeah, sorry about that. But we're uh, we're back at it, and um, oh, by the way, last episode was was the first time that I used something called auto modulation. It's something that my podcast uh, website has that kind of modulates and makes the podcast sound better automatically. Um, I don't know. I don't know. 
in what way it made it sound better, but it definitely sounded better than the um, than the original recording, than the original audio file. So I guess that's an improvement. That's why I pay him six bucks a month. Uh, yeah, this is I've invested money in uh, in this at this point. So uh, you better enjoy listening to it. I don't know how this is going to help you enjoy listening to my voice. Um, knowing that I invested money into getting my voice across the internet to your ears. But this is uh, this is the situation at the time. So um, as everybody else having the year come to an end. It's happening for all of us. Don't worry, it's coming. Um, did you have a good one? Did you have a good 2022? Was this a nice year for you? Hmm? Are you are you finding ways on shitting on it of shitting on it? Because everybody's uh at this point uh worst year ever uh war and uh what what else happened uh lockdowns and recession and um yeah and what's weird for me it's always when people complain about this stuff it's always people who aren't in countries that were torn by war i mean if you're if you're if you're listening to this in the ukraine and you've had a bad couple of months um you are more than entitled to do so you yeah that's that's reason to complain if you live in the ukraine uh yeah i i get it that it's been a tough year but um the rest of the world well well i i i'm I'm not trying to uh, make anybody feel bad for complaining about it. Go ahead, complain about your shit. Um, I do it the same way. I I always complain. But I'm going to focus on the positive. Um, I'm going to focus on the positives of this year. I've I've had a good year. I, I would say so. I, I've done the most comedy this year that I've done ever. I started this lovely podcast... I discovered my love for watchmaking uh, and I discovered that this is something that I would like to pursue further. And this is not ideal discovering something like that in your 30s, but it's uh, something, you know, it's something. And uh, I was uh, I was thinking about next year. What am I going to do in 2023? What's the what's the biggest challenge that 2023 can bring for me and i have no idea what the biggest challenge is going to be but i have i have a few projects that i uh i'm very excited to start it's uh the same as everybody uh it's you know the um, train more uh you know diet better eat better and uh drink less and uh you know the all the stuff <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm losing my voice already. Um, don't you hate it? If, you, if you're a gym rat, if you're a person who trains all the time, don't you hate January when everybody shows up with their big dad bods, with their holiday bellies and starts hogging the elliptical? There's nothing worse, I, I guess. 
Um, and everybody is, the f first week of January is the worst, I think. When everybody starts telling you about them, about their new New Year resolutions, what are they up to and what they're doing. And um, I don't know, I, I think they're just looking for some a round of applause or something, you know, for shit that they haven't done yet, you know, because nobody talks about, oh, I wish, I wish people would talk about their last year's resolution. Like when you started 2022, what did you set up to do? And more than that, this is what I want to know. How did you fail? Because um, I don't do I don't do New Year's resolutions. I think this is a. I don't think there's necessarily a bad way to start a project or to start being a better person or training more or whatever you want to do, uh, whatever the cliches that you have going for you in your life. But I think it's a bad time to start when everybody started. Because, you know, the highway of motivation is just incredibly crowded in January. It's, um, it's going to be ridiculous. But, <coughs> oh, this is, this is terrible. My, my cough is still there. Um, so, yeah, it's the 30th day. It is, well, what's today? It's Friday. It's Friday the 30th. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Are you guys doing a party? Are you guys hanging out with people you don't give a fuck about? And... <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to shit on your party. Maybe you are hanging out with people who you care about. And you're going to have a great time. I hope you do. I hope you're going to have a great time. I'm probably going to stay in home being sick. <coughs> I did get invited to a couple of parties and um, I'm Mr. Popular over here. I got invited to exactly two parties. So I might actually check them out. I'll see how I feel tomorrow. I might just go over, stop by, have a quick drink and just uh, head back home because that's all I'm good for at this moment. If I do an all-nighter again, I'm going to end up in the hospital. That's what's happening. This is this is no fun. Oh, God damn it. It was worth it, though. It was worth it just staying up all night and talking shit. I hope Tamash took some notes because I, I went on a couple of very, very nice trends. And I think there's a few gems around there. The, the reason I was thinking about you, you know what? We should record this and have it as a podcast. But that would be no go to the level of shit that I talked with that guy. It's just ridiculous. We got into everything. We got into everything. We got into uh, comedy and we got into uh, comedians and talking shit about them. And that's that's mostly what we do when we've had a few. Um, I don't know what you do when you've had a few and what you talk about with your friends, but this is our, this is basically our vibe. We're just a couple of gossip girls, yeah? So there's nothing wrong with that. 
Actually, Tamash isn't. Tamash keeps. I just keep keep bringing it up, bringing up. You know what? Somebody somebody said to me, and have you heard about this or that? I am the gossip girl of uh, that relationship, and um, maybe my New Year's resolution should be to gossip less, huh? How about this turning into an episode of Friends, huh? You guys remember Friends? Yeah, nobody does. I'm the oldest man in the... Well, actually, I'm not the oldest man in the podcast world. I'm just the lamest one because I watched Friends. And everybody goes... Whenever I tell them, like, I watched Friends uh, and that I enjoyed it, they always tell me the same thing. Seinfeld is better. Which is true, but it doesn't... You know, when I... When you tell me you enjoy something, whatever it is, you know, I like ice cream. Isn't it a dick move for me to go like, you know, gelato is better, which is just another kind of ice cream. So if I say I like a sitcom, I'm still stupid for liking sitcoms. Sitcoms aren't something to brag about liking. They're built for the general mind, for the general audience. They're just there to keep you engaged so you can watch some ads. There's rarely something incredibly creative in a podcast, in, in, a, in a sitcom, also in a podcast. Hey, you're listening to one. What am I going to tell you? I, I do appreciate that you took the time. So um, I was thinking, like, there's the, the, the sitcoms are there to make the most people engaged, to get the most eyeballs on the screens so they can sell you ads, so they can show you stuff you should buy. So there's nothing that's going to be edgy or interesting or incredibly revolutionary about a sitcom. It's just a reflection of the culture you, you live in. It's just part of popular culture and that's all it is. Seinfeld had its uniqueness, though. I like that. Uh, and I didn't get it until uh, until after I watched it like three times. I got the jokes and I always enjoyed the the the, the funny parts of it, but it was just a bit before my time that I couldn't I couldn't connect to the characters and you know when I was watching it for the first time, it was kind of torturous because I started hating the characters. Like, really, what the fuck are they doing? And I couldn't identify with any of them. They were just the worst of the worst. And I was like, you guys aren't growing in any way. You just kind And at the end, um, if you haven't watched the last episode of uh, Seinfeld, I'm going to ruin it for you. And uh, you should have by this time when they get on trial for not helping somebody and they get sentenced to, to to do jail time that's when i realized oh that shit was on on purpose because somehow in my mind i thought that there were people and writers and <coughs> oh, and producers Focusing on making a show where there's character development. And they kept failing season after season after season. This is how self-involved 
most people are. And this is how self-involved I am. I'm not, um, I'm not above the law. I'm not above most people. That was just, uh, it, it was, uh, it was fun to realize that after a while was like, yeah, this was what the show was about. And if I didn't enjoy it, that's my good right to not enjoy it. And I did enjoy Friends more. I did like my romantic heart melted with Ross and Rachel. That's why it's um, it's good. I I think I enjoyed Friends because it really panders to the nice romantic fantasy that everything's gonna be alright in the end, and we're all friends, and we all get to get along and grow in our different ways and what's meant to be is meant to be all that bullshit which is obviously not true you just if you want something you're gonna have to make it happen and it took me way way too long to 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 realize that and um yeah it was weird because i was talking to a friend about that i was talking to a friend about uh my plans about the future and i was uh talking about some some interesting things that I have going, but they will require some sacrifice. They will require me uh, maybe moving from Vienna, maybe, you know, working long hours, maybe doing stuff like that. And this, uh, this friend said, why would you do that? Why would you give up so much? And I was like, yeah, because the the dream is worth it it's i think it's a valid dream and i think it it's worth chasing this and she went like this is not how i use this is not how i choose to live my life like if i have a dream i'm not making sacrifices for it and i'm like dude see how well that turns out well i'm paraphrasing of course because this was a complicated conversation and with a lot of back and forth and of course i'm the hero of the conversation because i'm telling the story so yeah there you go but i, I think that's bullshit i think having a dream or having an idea and being like well you know i'm i'm not going to sacrifice anything for it i'm just going to do it when i have time or whenever it you know seems a hundred percent convenient that i could do it that's something that never fucking happens this that's if you ever come to me with an idea like that when you tell me i have this idea and i'm just waiting for the right moment for me to implement the idea that's a project that's never happening and i'm guilty of it too i've had a bunch of ideas that i were just waited for the nice moment to implement <coughs> there you go there you go i'm i'm very curious to listen how this sounds on um after it gets mixed by the by the auto thingy that i have going uh we'll see so this is uh this is what i'm saying like if Whenever I had something that I was waiting for the right moment to um, to implement things or to start doing a, a certain project or a certain career path or asking somebody out, even that, even fucking that, that's it's so stupid that we have, or at least that I have, this idea that, 
oh, it's it's gonna need to be the right moment and the right setting. And whenever I have something like that and I'm waiting for the right moment, that's something that never happens. The, the, the right moment never comes and they're just plans that get postponed forever until I finally grow the balls to admit to myself that I'm just going to have to give up the idea or asking out the person because by now they're married and they have three kids. So why would I even, you know, waiting for the right moment? She got married in the meantime. She 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 went on with your with her life. Um this is just a hypothetical situation. I'm not, I'm not talking about any anyone in particular, just so you know. So yeah, I don't have any comedy dates for you. So, uh, and I haven't done comedy in the last week since I've done the podcast. I may have done it once or twice. Uh, I did, I owe that spot at me bio. I did a spot at me bio and I really had fun doing that. It was, it was one of those beautiful moments uh, when I just went up on stage and I don't know if I've told you this on the podcast, but to me, comedy works better when I'm uh, more on the unprepared side than on the prepared side. Because if I'm overly prepared, I get to get a bit stiffer. I get to be a bit more concentrated on the words and not being in the room and not delivering stuff properly. And this was totally the case where I went like, oh, I'm just going to do these three jokes and I'm just going to have fun with the audience and see what's crack lacking, you know, to use a very, very cool American phrase. So um, going in like that is always better for me because then I, if something happens in the room, I get to react to it. I get to act out the... <coughs> Sorry, I get to act out the bits more and um, then it's uh, it's just a better show. So, yeah, this is what I'm up to. Uh, I'll let you know the moment I have some new dates. It's probably going to be sometime uh, after the 15th because I'm taking vacation on the 9th. And I got to go to Romania. I got to take care of a few stuff. And I'm going to be back. Um, I don't know when I'm going to be back. I am going to be back. I'm not leaving Vienna just yet. Um, And foreshadowing. Um, But I don't know if I'm going to leave Vienna. It's just a pipe dream that I'm following at this moment. And... It might be just that. It might just be a pipe dream. But uh, there is something that might convince me to move out of Vienna and start a new life uh, somewhere else in Austria. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see about that. But uh, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you guys know uh, when I have more dates. And in the meantime, I'll just go back to my uh, medicine and my shows and my little chicken soup. I made chicken soup today. By the way, if you're ever sick and you got the flu, this is what you need to do. I, I got chicken soup down. I just take 
I take, uh, you know, uh, in Austria, they have the these little trays of um, chicken, basically, um, that they sell in the, um, in the supermarket, and they're especially designed for soup. And these are the pieces that aren't good in anything else. It's just the back of the chicken and the neck and a few gizzards in there. And you can make a fantastic soup on that. And obviously my secret is, it's not a very well-guarded secret because I'm going to tell you, all three of you who listen to this podcast, um, is I do this. I take my time and I make I put a big pot and I put the meat in and I salt. I put a spoon of salt and I just bring the temperature up very, very slowly because what I want is for the water to start bubbling before it starts boiling, if this makes any sense. It just starts little bubbles and the little bubbles bring all the impurities up to the top. You know, they they form a foam. And then I take all the foam carefully with a spoon and I throw it out. And I repeat this process. I take the foam off, I skim it basically, and I take the foam off and throw it out. I take the foam off and I throw it out. And I do this a couple of times over the span of a half an hour until the soup finally starts to boil. And that's when I put in my veggies and I just boil it for another half an hour. And then I put in my noodles and we're done. We got noodle chicken soup, very nice, very delicious. And because I took off the foam, it's also clear. That's the, that's what that brings. I just season it at the end and we're done. I was thinking to myself when I was, uh, chopping up the the veggies I was thinking to myself oh this is the proper way and this is how you're supposed to do uh, hold the knife and blah 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 and in my mind I was imagining explaining that to somebody that was the the most the most interesting thing about me making chicken soup was that I was imagining explaining how you properly chop veggies and how you hold a knife, and how you uh, protect your fingers. And of course, when I was thinking about explaining how to protect your fingers, that's exactly where I nicked my pinky on my left hand. It's not that, it's not bad at all, but it was just a little bit, because I have the very sharp knives, and whenever I just touch it, it's just blood was everywhere. But yeah, I just banded it up. Uh, I just used a band-aid, and it was fine in less than 20 minutes but um yeah it was nice and ironic that that happened all right i'm gonna end this one here um hope you have a very very happy new year hope you get to celebrate with uh whoever you feel you want to celebrate with uh i'm probably gonna be at home having my delicious chicken soup Um, But all the best to you, enjoy, and I'll catch you next year, motherfuckers. Bye-bye.